Good morning. It feels like a Tuesday, but it's really a Wednesday. Good yes. morning. How are you, Amanda? Good. How are you? I'm doing fine, thank you. Okay, so rescue crews on Friday morning, they found the Oregon State Hospital escapee that was stuck in the mud in a North Portland pond. Wait, wait, wait. He was stuck in mud? Yes. I didn't hear that. Yeah, so the Oregon State Police announced a news release uh, last Friday. So his name was Christopher. Uh, he's 39 years old, and he was found over a day after the state hospital officials said that he hijacked a van belonging to the Salem facility and escaped Wednesday night. Wow. Uh, Portland Fire and Rescue and the Portland Police received a report around 8.17 a.m. Friday morning of a potential deceased person in a pond hmm. at North Force Avenue um, in Portland. It looks like the area is about 54 miles north of the Salem State Hospital, so yeah. he drove about an hour away, um, which is crazy. He was shackled. So he had shackles on his hands, and his, feet. his feet, and then uh, the waist, around yeah. the waist. Um, rest- Shows how well they work, huh? Right. <laughs> Rescue crews arrived and uh, started talking to the patient as the fire agencies notified the police that they were not needed. And it said the patient was stuck in mud approximately 75 feet from the firm ground and was buried up to his armpits. Wow. Yeah, pretty crazy. Uh, crews used a rope and a ladder to remove the patient, which took about an hour. The patient was transported to Legacy Emanuel Medical Center in Portland for evaluation where he provided a fake name. But a hospital employee <laughs> noticed the resemblance of the state hospital escapee. Hospital staff alerted Portland police who responded and confirmed that he was indeed Christopher. Um, and then he was arrested and sent to Portland agencies. Wow. Uh, said The Salem police said in a news release that the investigation, the details surrounding his escape... Um, and then a plan to re- they and plan to release additional information yesterday, but I didn't see anything, so mm-hmm. we will see on that. So it looks like on Wednesday, August thirtieth, he was transported from Multnomah County Jail in Portland to the state hospital to see whether he was determined mentally fit to assist in his own defense against the pending criminal charges that he had. Um, let's see where those are. Hmm. Okay, a Multnomah County. Uh, so he got. Three charges of attempted second-degree murder with a firearm, robbery, assault with an unlawful use of a weapon, all in March 2022. We were talking last break about the guy that they found in the mud. How did he escape? Okay, so it said that the evening that the patient was... Okay, well, let me back up here. Okay, so August 30th was a Wednesday, was when he was brought to um, the Salem Hospital. Okay. Uh, to see whether he was mentally fit to assist in his own defense pending his criminal charges. That evening, Christopher was in an alterca- altercation with another patient and needed to be transported to a local emergency department for medical care. Hmm. State hospital so- spokesman Amber said that in an email Thursday after returning to the state hospital, the patient was able to gain control of a van and drive away. He escaped around 10.45 p.m., stealing a white 2016 Dodge Caravan. And um, at the time of his escape, he was fully restrained with leg shackles, a belly chain, handcuffs, and a restraint connecting all three together. Well, how does that work? Yeah, and the agency said that he eluded police law enforcement driving southbound on Interstate I-5 Wednesday night, and the police stopped pursuing him due to safety concerns. So that's where I'm kind of, Uh, so you're telling me that a guy that has charges of attempted murder in the second degree with a firearm, robbery, assault with an unlawful use of a weapon, and he escapes and he's out on a Wednesday evening 
10.45 p.m., so 11 p.m.-ish. Okay. And you're telling me that I-5 is just so packed with traffic that it's unsafe to continue pursuing him, but it's more safe to let him go with the charges that he has. I wonder if they knew who it was. If they, I mean, well, you still a How white do you not Dodge know? charge or Dodge van. It's you're going to be spotted pretty easy. Yeah. Well, they they knew who they were chasing him on I five. Okay. So they knew who they were. after. They knew who they were after, and then they stopped pursuing him due to safety concerns. I'm sorry. Pursue him. It's 11 p.m. at night on a Wednesday. I five is not that busy. So you can go into a Seven Eleven, steal a Slurpee, and they're going to chase you for blocks, but yet. Okay. Attempted murder. I, I'm a little disappointed. And maybe I don't know all the facts. And maybe yeah. there was some more, you know. But when you have somebody for those types of charges that runs, first of all, beats up another patient. Yeah. To where you have to go to the emergency room. Well, he's also an escapee. Hello. Yeah, and, then, an escapee. and then he's running with shackles. Yeah. Pursue him until you get him. Yeah. Don't stop. Get your helicopters out there and watch him until it's safe. I mean, eventually it's going to run out of gas, right? Well, you would think. I wonder who the uh, who the agency was that initiated the, the stop uh, to to go ahead and yeah. The, was it was it Oregon State Patrol that said no, we're not going to chase him or whoever? Um, Be interesting to find out. But yeah, it doesn't say. It just said the police stopped pursuing him due to safety concerns. Um, but pretty frustrating. It looks like. St- State police, it seems like state police were the ones that were mostly yeah. involved. Yeah. Um, so lot, I just would have liked to seen a little bit more of an effort to catch a, such a dangerous person. A lot of times, though, uh, and I know that if somebody is, is driving erratically and just at a high rate of speed, you know what, let him go. Let him go, we'll catch him another day. But if it's a murder suspect, nah, stay on it. Yeah. That's mentally unstable to where you have to send him to a state hospital also. Good morning. It is a Wednesday morning. Keep wanting to say it's the wrong day, but it's <laughs> Wednesday morning. Terry Saul and Amanda. According to, did you know, did you know, billions of wire hangers are used every year, but almost no one buys them. Really? Yeah. Did you Wire buy hangers. Wire. I feel like wire hangers are... You used to see them all the time. Right. I remember my mom, she would get into her car with them, unclog toilets oh, with them. Yes. I mean, they were used for everything. Everything. Chase the kids around the table with them. And, oh, yeah. God, yeah, it was quite a few. They're, they're, they don't exist anymore, I don't feel like, though. They're out there. You just got to look for them. <laughs> you just aren't buying them. <laughs> That's right. 46% of us have flirted with someone at a grocery store. Have you ever flirted with someone at a grocery store? I don't. Think so. You don't flirt though. You're you you like like you like love your husband. Yeah. So I, why flirt? And well, and when I'm single and when I'm in a grocery store, I'm, I'm like I keep my head down. I, I watch my list and I I'm looking for the garlic. I got to get know. in and out because if not, then I'm buying the whole store. That's right. Fifty two percent of people say that they will regift something this year. Have you ever regifted anything? Oh yeah. 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 My mom did too. She regifted. I bought her a set of uh, of glassware, and the next year she gave it back to me. <laughs> And I go, well, that's lovely, Mom. Kind of looks like the set I bought you last year. She goes, you know, I wasn't sure who gave me that one. <laughs> just, but enjoy it, son. Thanks, my will. That's funny. Mm-hmm. And, and then she tries to blow it off as a joke. You know, oh, I was just joking with you. I'll take uh, those yeah. back. Yeah. I kept them. 
Um, according to a recent study, families with kids do less eating out. Now, you've got a house full. We never eat out. No? No. Never? Never. Do you and Bo ever go eat out by yourselves? We've been sneaking date nights. I think in the last few months we've done, you know, a few date nights. On my birthday we went and ate out, though, because I didn't want to cook and right. nobody else was going to cook. So, <laughs> <laughs> But, no, we do, um, yeah, we eat in every night. You will find six refrigerator magnets in the average kitchen. Oh, I've got at least 50 of them. So does Patty. And now that we got back from Alaska, we have 55. But to be fair, I collect them. So anywhere I go, I try to get a magnet. Mm-hmm. We don't. So you know. We don't collect. Did you get my magnet? I get your magnet, all right. Good morning, Terry Saul and Amanda Smith hanging out with you. It is a Wednesday morning. It's going to be a short week. I like these short weeks. Me too. Yeah, nice and, and peaceful. Um, what is the best app you have on your telephone? The best app. Yeah, do you have apps on your phone? Yes. What's the best one? What's your favorite one? Well, Monopoly Go. I've been addicted to this Monopoly Go yeah. game. Yeah. But aside from that, my second most used app is my kids' parent view. <laughs> So I can see when they have an assignment, when it's due, when they've turned it in, how much points they got on it. Oh, no, that's dirty. I can tell what class they're currently in. I can tell their grades. I can tell if they were on time or if they left early. I can tell. So I live in that app a lot to make sure that the boys are doing their... evil, evil person. How do you sleep at night? (laughs) No, their education, especially with my two nephews, with them being in football. Yeah. Excuse me. They're not allowed to um, be late or miss class or the right. whole team runs laps. They're not allowed to pull out their phone in class or the whole oh, team that's runs not good. laps. That's not good. But what's really cool about it is, and then same thing with late work. You're not allowed to have late work. You have to turn your assignments in on time. And what's really cool about it is it teaches them discipline. And I don't mean discipline in like a... Um, punishment way, but discipline with, um, you know, having things turned in in a timely right, manner, respecting right. your time, respecting your teacher's time, um, you know, following a schedule, doing what you're supposed to be doing. And if you don't, then there's consequences. And those consequences don't just land on you. The whole team. They land on your whole team. The whole team runs. And so it's really cool because then they hold each other accountable. Um one of my nephews was like, there's some football players in every class. And right. so they kind of hang out together and, you know, they make sure that they get their work turned in on time because it's important to them. They they all rely on each other. They don't want to run laps. Yeah, no. So that's my favorite app. I get to watch my kids that's basically live in school. <laughs> that's dirty pool for crying out loud. Yeah, right. Do you ever play Scrabble? Do you and Bo ever play Scrabble? No, I'm not really good at spelling, but I've played it before. It's fun. We play, When we were on the boat in Alaska, we played... Scrabble the first night, and it was it was it was a lot of fun. Yeah. The second night, we got a table away from everybody else, and we played Scrabble, and we used swear words. Oh. Man, did I learn some new swear words! <laughs> I have to teach you some of them new ones. <laughs> and and Patty, she's spelling these words. And I go, that's not a word. She says that's that's how I spell it. She goes, but that's not the way it's spelled. She goes, but that's the way I spell it. I love Patty. She has a tender. Uh, that is a girl after my own heart. She just like. That's the way you spell it, but it's not correction, but that's the way I spell it. Me and my cousins used to play it when we were younger, and it was like when we questioned a word. I mean, yeah. almost everything's a word these days. Right. So you just Google it, and it's like, see, told you. 
Now, see, we're sitting there, and there's four of us, Richard, Barbara, and myself, and Patty. Barbara's got Siri, and she's asking Siri every other word. Richard's got this huge book. It's called the Scrabble Word Book. And it's like, you know what? Scrabble with old people. Yes. I love it. Yes, it's exactly what it was. And they're, 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 they're questioning my words. Well, that's how I spell it. I use Patty's line. That's how I spell it. But like, that's I'm not good. a word. I'm golden. Yeah. But the second night when we played with, with curse words... That was a lot of fun. I bet. Oh, I'm telling you. I, I got so many new words for you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's take a break. I'll teach you some of these off the air here. Oh, sure, sure. All right. Bongino's up next, and we'll be back with more.